Bill is a failed skydiver and a bear sometimes he runs. Ben's always traveling, an occasional beach bum. Phil talks a lot, Ben not at all. It's BHP Town Hall. Random guests, alcohol, BHP Town Hall. Ben created Eye on Off, he's a comic book fanatic. Phil made Pyro CMS, he's probably in a kayak. Phil talks a lot, Ben not at all. It's BHP. Town Hall. Random guests, alcohol, BHP, Town Hall. Hey, welcome to episode 25 of the PHP Town Hall. We're joined by myself, Ben Edmonds, along with Phil Sturgeon and his awesome new mustache. And today we have uh, the following guest. Kayla Daniels is on with us today. And also Jessica Amico, and I probably said that name wrong, I'm sure. So uh, let's start it off. Uh, Kayla, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm a developer currently living in North Carolina. Um, I've been tinkering with web things since I was a teenager. Um, currently, I am the lead developer for um, a, a small development team at a company called Provantage Corporate Solutions. That's about it. Cool. All right, uh, Jess, go for it. I am a seasoned web geek, um, more front end, and have also recently started throwing tech conferences, um, some of which Bill has attended. So just here to talk on that front. Cool, and that's uh, that's how I know you from conferences. Um, apparently, you put on quite a good show. I uh, oh, heard. Try, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna get you here one of these days. One day, we'll see. One day. <laughs> All right, um, Phil. We have an article we want to pop off with, or how do we want to get started here? Um, I feel like Kayla would be a good person to start this uh, this episode off. Um, she wrote a interesting article. Um, well, I feel like it'd be best if you describe it, Kayla. Do you want to go ahead? Yeah, sure. So about a week ago, I wrote an article, which I believe we posted in the comments, um, about some of my pet peeves um, about what it's like to be a girl in this field um, and some of the things that I have come in contact with and I've seen. Um, it, it was in no way meant to be necessarily a representation of how everybody feels. It was just <clears throat> how I feel. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of awkward. Yeah, let's recap a little bit. So your main, um, your main gripe or issue that you brought up in the article is kind of how there's this segregation in a way. Is that how you would describe it? To where there seems to be a lot of little offshoots of the women's groups and just kind of the separation between, yeah. you know, a woman developer and a man developer or something like that. I think segregation might be a strong word simply because of the, the connotations it has for other minorities in the past. I try not to use segregation because I'm not trying to draw specific comparisons to things that are a bit, uh, have a bit more gravity than what I'm talking about. Um, but yes, it's kind of siloing people off into little minority groups 
Um, I've seen that happen most frequently with women. Um, yeah, that's. I think well, by that you mean kind of the. Sorry, Phil. I'm just not going to let you talk this time. I guess. <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. <laughs> Someone has to do it. Okay, so um, to explain a little bit for those that aren't as <clears throat> up on the current issues, so what you mean by all this is basically how there's you know there's a lot of the women's only PHP groups or programming groups. There's a lot of um, training courses simply geared towards women. Things like that. Um, any other examples you'd like to bring up or? Yeah, grants, scholarships. Um, There's a local incubator here in Raleigh that's currently offering um, lots of stuff for women-founded startups. Um, But classes are a big one, women-only groups, things of that nature. Yeah. Oh, uh, Ben's pointing at me, so I assume that's my turn. Oh. <laughs> uh, sorry, we're trying to get trying to get used to a new schedule, a uh, new system where it's not just me blathering at people for a full hour. It seems to be uh, off to a rough start. Um, yeah, I mean, some people some people might respond to that in a way by saying, um, "Oh, you're complaining there's too many projects trying to help women." But I feel like I understand your point. Um, one of the one of the quotes that you put in your in your article was like, um, "I'm not a magical unicorn. I'm not some special crazy random thing. I'm like." Along the lines of like, I'm not some special flower that needs to be helped. I'm just a developer, and and you know, you're kind of just trying to do your job. Um, could you explain to people a little bit more who might respond to what you've been saying um, in that sort of way, like saying, oh, you know, there's there's too many things for women. It's you know, they're being helped too much. Um, yeah, sure. And I've actually I've gotten that <laughs> a bit. Uh, nice cup, by the way. Thank very, you. Yes. Very nice. Back at the family house, they have great things. <laughs> Um, so I, I, and I actually made mention in the article that I wrote, I, I don't want to sound like um, an entitled little brat that's complaining about too many people trying to give me things um, at all. Um, I understand that the programs that are set up for these sorts of things are well-intentioned. They're trying to help, and I'm in no way saying that they are um, inherently bad, and I'm not saying that... I mean, I, I know they're they're not malicious. They're not trying to make something worse. They're trying to help, and there is a problem that does need to be solved. Um, I think there are better ways. There could be better ways to solve it. Um, you know, when I when I see female developer classes, hi. I, I always wonder myself what what makes this a female developer conference? What are you or or class? I guess conference is a bad word. Class. Uh, what are you doing? that makes this, you know, for girls. What, what, I, can't, I can't think of what would be different um, if you're teaching any development principle, um, any new language. There's lots of classes out there for women, but I can't, and having never taken one, I will put that caveat in there. I've never taken a woman-only class, um, but I can't understand what would be different, why it needs to be siloed down to that I think um, one of the oh. one of the common ones sorry go ahead Jessica oh I was gonna say I think that this issue is a little bit bigger than just siloing off within tech I would imagine that that question could be asked of any all-girls institution really anywhere and I think that you'd have people who would make the argument that you know people feel more confident people need to see people who look like themselves uh, so on and so forth that environments can foster 
development and support and so on in, in that sense. Um, I do belong to some women-only organizations. Actually, that's not true. I don't think that they're women-only. I think that they just are. In D.C., we have the D.C. Web Women. Uh, we have Women Who Code. They throw all kinds of fantastic developer and non-developer events uh, that are web-related and tech-related, and they are for men and women. But they're an organization that came about probably because women looked around in some of the rooms that they were in and thought, gee, there's not that many of us here. Maybe we should work at increasing those numbers. I, I think that's one of the main things. Um, a lot of people see things like PHP women and uh, and and they think, oh, you know, it's just for women or whatever else. Um, what what they try and explain um, is that PHP women is a group that's kind of interested in in furthering equality um, uh, in general. Um, they they are called PHP women. They have men working for them. They support anyone who's interested in kind of helping to improve equality and, and things like that. So I've seen I've seen a few times when people tweet out things like, uh, when PHP women tweet out something saying like they're offering a ticket to a conference for the first person that tweets. There's a lot of dudes that instantly jump in and say, am, am, am I allowed to be involved in this? And I think what they generally mean is as long as you aren't some misogynist douchebag, then you're welcome to get involved in anything they do, which I think is, <laughs> is probably, probably a good idea, right? I am all for not misogynist douchebag PHP groups. I'm, Absolutely. I'm on board with that. We should start uh, a and name. I under- name. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. I understand the, the point that you're making about um, a sense of community and feeling comfortable. Um, and and I, I do like that aspect. I mean, I've... I'm frustrated. This whole article really came around because I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated that, and I'm, I'm the only girl at my job. I'm the only girl at most of the meetups that I go to. Um, you know, even even Laracon, which you're putting on, which I'm really super excited to go. Um, I found it has about a five percent female attendee rate, roughly in there. I think I'm closer to about eight percent this year. I'm hoping um, okay. it's something that we have worked on. And I'll be honest, it's something we've worked on through reaching out to women, and we've done that in addition through organizations like the PHP Women, which we partnered with to uh, give tickets away to people. And that was open to anybody. We had men and women who uh, entered that giveaway. And I'm really thrilled that we do have two young women developers who'll be joining us on behalf of um, Laracon and Userscape and the PHP Women. And I'm... I have to be honest, I was a little puzzled when I read your article because I kind of felt like some of the things you were saying seemed at cross purposes in the sense that when you say even just now that you're frustrated because you're the only person in the room, to me, when I'm in that situation, I look around and think, gosh, it'd be so great to have more people in the room. And so I don't want to personalize anything because I think that Sometimes, you know, we express things in a personal sense, but it's it's really a big picture thing. And, and so for me, it's a big picture thing in the sense that it's not about me and it's not about you, but it is about trying to help a, a larger group of people. Right. Um, trying to articulate correctly. I don't want to... I've struggled with it myself a bit, um, the, the sense that I'm at cross-purpose. I am... I get irritated at times with things that are only for women or positioned that they're only for women. Um, I would assume that there are several groups like PHP Women that aren't um, exclusively for women. 
um, but most mo mainly just the not misogynist church. Not exclusively for women, just in case anyone didn't know that. They're, they're for everybody. Um, I think the messaging could be a little better because I think there's some confusion um, on my part and then also like Phil said men not knowing whether or not they can participate. Um. Their organizer in this country is Davey so that hopefully will help people um, just be aware from the top down that men are also welcome there. I don't see the problem being solved. Um, I, I think and, and again, I don't. I don't think groups like that are necessarily bad. Um, I do. I do not like classes um, that are such and such for women. That that bugs me, but mostly because I can't figure out what they would be teaching that is different, specifically because it's for women. Why do you think that the uh, subject matter or the coursework would be different if it's just for women? Why might it not just be a place for women to participate if historically? they've struggled to participate in that realm before. Like when you, when you go to a meetup event or a tech event or a course that's run by a women's group or PHP women, PHP women I think at Lone Star PHP just put on like a, a really big all weekend thing. Anybody, anybody there? Um, I, I think that that just happened. Um, but I mean it, it wasn't like something taught specially because it was by the PHP women or, or for women. It was just sort of like a, let's celebrate PHP. Okay, so why say for women then? Why not just say let's celebrate PHP? So if I can jump in for a second, um, back in episode uh, five was the last time we, we really got close to touching on this subject. Um, and something that we discussed was uh, one of the biggest problems for women um, who I chat to a lot of people that are very, a lot of women that are very young age tried getting involved in computing. They showed interest in school or college or at some point in their educational careers. Um, and then a lot of them at some point kind of gave up on it, um, either for a while or forever, um, until they were much older and to really kind of get involved with it and do it at home or teach themselves or Code Academy or something like that. And a lot of the stories of these sort of uh, these sort of people are, they were interested when they were younger, but they were one of they may be the only girl in their class or they're only two or three um, and they were generally uh, picked on, bullied, were made to not feel particularly welcome by being a, a massive, uh, being very much the minority in their class. So a lot of the time people do, not not every single woman that's tried, but a lot of people do feel like they're being uh, bullied out. So then when they have these uh, PHP women conferences and they explain that one of the priorities is um, is equality um, and, and they don't take, they don't accept bullying or, or any sort of shit like that. Um, I think that's really what these conferences are trying to do when they, it, it is a messaging problem to me, but when they have these conferences, these classes, these, these um, you know, women focused uh, groups, a lot of them are just trying to say, this is somewhere where you can come to learn and we won't accept any douchebaggery whatsoever because we'll just kick them out. So it's not going to be like when you were at school and you were having a hard time because those jackasses won't be here. I think is what they're going for. I feel like that's often incredibly badly messaged. I think also... One of the things I tried to do is talk to a couple people when I knew this was coming up because I figured smarter people than me would sort of articulate this better than, than I could. But the idea is, for me, when I read your article, I was glad that you felt that way because I think, Kayla, that you and I are sort of people who have the same goals in mind for women. And so when I hear you say that you're not sure these groups are needed or, or you're 
frustrated that you're the only one, but you're happy that you are where you are and, and that you don't necessarily think a larger group that supports that is needed. I think that's great, but I also just, again, think we have to look beyond ourselves and that there, there may be a lot of women who weren't able to get where you are and that the, the whole purpose of a women's only group or at a low level, um, you know, if we look if we look at organizations like tech incubators, if we look at Kimberly Bryant who started Black Girls Code, who, you know, runs stuff all over the country, they're doing workshops with robotics, with tech, with programming, they're bringing young girls in who may or may not have access to the kinds of things that other girls have. That to me is, is, is the big picture. I think it's fantastic that you think it might not be needed, but I, I think there's probably a lot of people who still do need it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even go, and, and my article, again, I was really frustrated when I wrote it. Um, it might not have been the best worded. Um, I've had a lot of time since I wrote that, and I've gotten a lot of feedback, and I've been able to think. I don't necessarily say that what I'm saying is that these things aren't needed, um, but I don't think they're the destination. So there's more that needs to be done um, in addition to just having groups. Um, I think one of the things that I would I worry about with women-only groups is that you get in a community and you feel comfortable, and it's amazing because it's not what you're used to in being a minority, and then you never leave that community and go out into the the bigger PHP community, um, and and we end up with lots of of little siloed pockets as opposed to everyone working together, I guess. Well, I'm hearing a bit of a disconnect here, and I just want to kind of expound on it to see if we're seeing this from the same eye. So it really seems like, and this is normal human emotion, like you're, you have problems with it, but you're not saying it's a bad idea. You're just kind of more like this shouldn't be the end goal. This shouldn't. This might be a step towards it, but it shouldn't be. We shouldn't be happy with staying where we are. Would you agree? That's how you're feeling, or am I misinterpreting? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have them. And I think my article did specifically say that. And I am officially rescinding that. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have them. Um, I, I understand the value of having a community and having and feeling, um, feeling welcomed, feeling like you belong. I mean, I, I, I get that. Um, I, I do think there's a big messaging problem. Um, with, you know, things we've talked about before, with that it's not only for women. It's not just for women. It, it's just a safe place for women, if I'm understanding that correctly. Right. Yeah, I think that's something that a fair few of us seem to agree on, um, is that, that there are multiple ways to go about this problem. There's, there's um, you know, many ways to skin a cat, and, uh, and, and everyone's trying this from a different angle. It's good that people are trying this from different angles, because that means that, you know, one or maybe two of them will actually succeed. Um, but it, it does seem to come down to a lot of the time just a messaging problem, and, and that's uh, something Jesse O'Brien is, is uh, he's told us a question on the Q and A section. Um, his his comment was, "When there's women in the name, there's um, there's a really hard disconnect. Everyone has to make there to get to oh, and men are allowed as well." So I think um, that's something that groups should focus on is trying to avoid anything that makes it look like just women, but really focus on we are a group of people that aren't dicks. 
I aren't just you know I didn't mean I don't mean specifically dicks, but we are a group of people that aren't terrible misogynistic assholes. So that's kind of the messaging that people want to. Focus way on. way to use sexist language when you say don't be sexist. Though. <laughs> I have a problem with being women. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I love women. We're we're pretty great. <laughs> I think the solution here is we just need Phil to name the groups and then everyone will be on the same page. Yeah. <clears throat> so I mean, I I would like there to be, and I'm 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 certainly not the smartest person I know, um, definitely not the smartest person out there. But I would like there to be more conversation about what more can we do. Um, where where would you start? If I think there is validity in some of your concerns in the sense of let's not take ourselves out of the larger group and let's not sort of tell young girls that because they're a girl, they need something special or that they're less than and then we have they have we have to make amends for them. I'm I'm projecting onto what you're saying, but I kind of think that's part of what you're saying. Um, so if that is part of what you're saying, where would you like to see that go? This is this is where it gets hard. And again I've thought about this a lot and I think teaching young girls, young or I mean I, I don't want to say young as in an age thing because I understand there can be young developers who are chronologically rather old. But if we're talking about girls, we're talking about young girls. So that's, I think it's fine to say that. Okay. I'm, I'm talking about young girls. Okay, so young developers. You know, I, I attribute one of the reasons why I am as successful as I am is because I was raised to never think that I couldn't be. The fact that I was a girl was never to play a part. I was taught from a very young age that you can do whatever you want to do, and it doesn't matter that you're a girl. Um, you know what I don't, what I do is not boy stuff. Uh, I, I think there's still a small lingering idea that maybe it is guy stuff. I mean, people still think it's weird that I'm a developer, which I find really weird. Um, I guess I don't, I don't know how to articulate what I'm trying to. Making young girls feel welcome, making them realize that they're not different, that they're no different than the boys, that they can do this just as well as anyone can. But I think sometimes we have to also acknowledge that when we see people and we see that they are different, like, I think, I think you're right, but I also think you're right in the context maybe of a slightly utopian, equal playing field sense that we haven't yet achieved and the realities of the world are for some people girls are different for some people people of color are different for some people people that look wildly different than them are different and so is it so terrible if we say you know we want you to be part of this because when we just look at the numbers and we take everything else out of the, out of the picture two percent is crappy we can do better if I can yeah, jump in. Yeah, go ahead, Tom. <laughs> so uh, this, one thing we have to understand is that we're not trying to fix feminism and tech in the, in the, in the space of this episode. No, not um, absolutely. <laughs> no, uh, just to continue. Um, the, uh, the reason I got you two guys on is because I feel like you are, um, you are both coming at it from a very different angle. And I've, I've already said that there are two kind of angles. Um, and, and that's a very good approach. Um, the main difference, uh, what, what I see from you, Jess, is that... Um, People, the, the two main approaches to kind of trying to solve the problem are on one side, there are people that say 
things aren't equal, obviously. We need to try and um, kind of get things closer to being a little bit even, and then and then we solve the problem. And there are other people that say um, we should really stop focusing on, not not stop focusing on the problem until it goes away, but but by shining a light on the problem, you are kind of highlighting the differences, right? This is the the fundamental two different approaches to the same problem. Um, what and they do both have merits and they do both have problems. I mean. I once mentioned that sometimes there can be such a thing as, um, I've forgotten the goddamn term, someone put it on a question earlier, um, uh, I've completely forgotten the term, but it's it's when you make, you try to fix equality by temporary inequality um, to kind of tip the balance and then get the Affirmative closer. action? Affirmative action, yeah. I mean, I mentioned affirmative action once in relation to conference planning and I got screamed at for it. And I don't mean that affirmative action happens all the time. What I do mean is there are situations where you, you try to fix a problem of inequality with, with, um, with more inequality, which doesn't always necessarily make sense. Um, and the other solution is uh, just kind of let's stop making such a big deal out of this shit. If someone does something wrong, say don't do that, that's wrong. But in general, um, let's just try and all act equally and then hopefully in a couple of years this shit will have kind of resolved itself. Do, do you both feel like I've drastically misrepresented you or is that about right at all? Fairly spot on, actually. Yeah. I, um, not not ignore the problem until it goes away, obviously. But uh, no, that's, I was trying to avoid saying that specifically. But there's kind of a, a difference between ignore the problem until it goes away and and like let's stop. Men and women are different. Let's have special camps for these. This is how you treat this situation. And I know that's not what you're saying either, Jess. But it does seem to be those are the two extremes. And then most people kind of fall onto the scale of of trying to fix the problem somewhere between those extremes, unless they're a misogynist and then they don't care. <laughs> I don't even know if I really see it as fixing a problem, per se, as much as just, like, why wouldn't you? Uh, sorry, my, my headphones are terrible. Um, and you're oh, really I either. just, I guess, I don't even know that I look at it in the sense of, of problems and fixing, just that I'm looking at the numbers and I look around in the room and I think, like, oh, Maybe we change these numbers. I don't think it necessarily is tremendously overt or action-oriented. It's just kind of like, oh, you know, let's let's look at the numbers. Yeah, which I completely understand. And I feel like that's why you two uh, come from this at slightly different angles. Um, uh, Kayla, some, something I've noticed as well was I, I worked at a company. There was only a three-person dev team. It was me and one iPhone guy and... Uh, and we had to hire a PHP developer, and we uh, had like four different CVs in. Two of them were girls. I picked a girl because she happened to be the best. So when we were doing that, we had a couple of really weird situations. Um, and if I can remember where I'm going with this one, that'd be wonderful. Um, so one of the one of the awkward situations uh, was that the CEO would always go to extreme lengths to over apologize for any swearing there was, and and it would always be like, oh, "There's a woman in the room. Don't swear." Oh God, I'm sorry. I'm going to get a swear jar and and things like that. Right? I feel like shining the light on it too much. Right? We're all people. We're all normal. If if you swear around me and I don't like swearing, I'll be like, I don't really like it when you swear. That's obviously not going to happen. But um, things like that. Like it, it, I feel like the the shine uh, focusing too much on 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 the differences to me often seems like a slightly weird way to go about things. Um, just because you kind of you reinforce the differences and everyone suddenly gets awkward and careful about the whole situation and, and, and that can be as annoying as as, as anything else. Yeah, I, I actually get that a lot. Um, people won't swear around me or when they do they act 
Oh, you know, shit. Like it's, Sorry. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Um, I think a little bit, I, you know, I'm in the South, and I guess that's a Southern thing. You're not supposed to swear around a lady. Um, I also noticed um, on occasion I've gotten, like, kid gloves is what I call them if we're doing code reviews, and it's my code. It's, you know, treat her gently. <laughs> and really, I'm, you know, please tear it apart. Tell me where I'm wrong. Tell me, tell me how it's broken. Like, be... Yeah, I, I felt I, like. Yeah. Sorry, carry on. I was <laughs> just gonna say I don't need kid gloves. I mean, I felt like that was a large part of what your article was talking about as well. It wasn't that you know let's try and fix feminism. It was it was a lot of it was there shouldn't be that much difference about the whole situation. We're all just bloody developers. It's the same reason I get really angry when someone calls themselves a cake PHP developer or a Laravel developer. We're all bloody developers, and we should all be in this together. Um, I realize, obviously, different framework users don't have as many problems in life as, as, as men or women differences. I'm not trying to completely directly compare the two. I'm starting so. with Kohana. <laughs> Unless you're from Kohana, and then you can shove off. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. <laughs> so what I took away from your article, Kayla, wasn't so much that you were suggesting a solution, more is just letting out your feelings and a frustration you've had. So I don't want people to take away from this podcast that you're you're completely against feminist groups or you're suggesting an alternative so much as you're a woman that is in this industry and this is a frustration. So this is a valid viewpoint for women in the industry. It's not, um, you know, you, you shouldn't feel bad if you are feeling the same things. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, yeah, that's that's what I, I took away from it. Um, I think some yeah, people I took away that you were kind of trying to suggest something else, but I, I didn't take that away from it at all. I don't have a solution. I mean, I wish I wish that I did. I wish that I could just fix it. Um, and, you know, tomorrow we wake up and it's a 50-50 split and everybody, you know, I wish. But I don't I don't have a solution. I was really, I was venting frustrations. I was making observations on my personal experiences. And at most, trying to start a conversation on, you know, what, what else can we do? What more can we do? Um you know, for, for new developers, also for existing developers, so that we don't get treated differently all the time. Yeah. To uh, fill up that point, and actually to go back to, to mentioning the um, the situation at, at my job recently, um, when we took on um, when we took on uh, the developer, uh, the female developer, I'm not going to mention her, um, I had a really weird situation with that. Just the whole the whole situation, like I mentioned, with CEOs kind of running around going, "Oh shit, we shouldn't swear." That was that was one weird situation. Um, but the other part was that, again, I've mentioned that lots of different people that are interested in feminism um, are trying to attack problems from different ways. And I had I had advice from people saying things like, oh, whoa, you hired a woman. That's awesome. You should, like, write a blog post about that. Um, and there, there were uh, female feminists that were, were saying, like, oh, you should make a really good example out of this. And you should you should tell everyone about, you know, hiring a woman. I'm like, what the fuck? Why would I do that sounds awful. Um, I, I feel like again, if you if you try and really really point out like, whoa, you what you found one, Jesus, then that's just really really patronizing and embarrassing for everyone. Of course. Um, yeah. Uh, I've, I've literally I wasn't joking in the article. I've been called a unicorn <laughs> a couple times. Yeah, that was an awkward situation. Um, I'm not sure what, what could be done. Something along the lines of how to employ a woman and not be a psychopath about it. I mean, I don't know if that would help. Um, yeah, I, I just the whole thing there struck me as, as weird. I'm sure everyone here agrees with that. But 
I feel like because people are trying to improve the situation, it seems like something that could be advertised well and it could go well, but at the same time being like, oh, look what I found is not, is not ideal. Um, I had somewhere to go after that, but let's, let's quickly toss over to the questions and see what we have here. Um, can you link to the article you're referring to from Martin? We threw that out in IRC. I'll throw it out. I just tweeted it out. So it's out there. Uh, okay. There you go. It's on the internet. Um, we're going to ask Josh Lockhart. Josh was meant to be on the show. Uh, we kicked him off because we wanted to get you on air, Jess. Um, your second time on the show. So thanks for coming back. You are about to join the ranks of, uh, of veterans. Um, you've got a long way to go before you beat Zach Gitz Miller. I think he's on about 20. So uh, <laughs> this week I could wrestle Zach Gitz Miller for a third. A third. <laughs> Um, you are neck and neck with Taylor, who you're going to be hanging out with. That's, that's nice. Um, Josh asks, do you think there is a distinction to be made between helping women feel safe entering such a male-dominated industry and the patronization you point out? I mean, I guess that's that's a fine piece of wiggle room uh, question. Um, Jess, would you like to have a go at that? Or do you feel like we've answered it? Is there a distinction to be made? I think so. I think also the difference, I mean, for me personally, I just don't tie supporting women in any endeavor to to being patronizing. I just don't. Maybe if you were to say to me, like, this room is 60% full of women, should we give women free tickets to this conference? I would say to you, I don't know that we need to support more women being in this room. But when there are six women in the room, I'm just not going to share that view. I don't think it's patronizing to help people get to a place. And I also would say that if anybody would be welcome or willing to swap out a term, if you were, if, would you be comfortable replacing women with some other small minority and, and, and having the same attitudes? Like if I said, you know, we want an organization of Thai developers because we think the Thai population should be better represented here. I don't think necessarily people would be up in arms saying, no, down with Thai developers. So I think sometimes, you know, I think we can relax about it too. I don't see support as being patronizing. Okay. Yeah, I think there's there's a medium you can do. You can support people without going too far, like the examples I've used of being I like, look, we found one. absolutely right. I think it's fantastic to hear her speak confidently about what she has achieved and say that she got a lot of support growing up. She was raised by people who told her she could do anything and she could be anything. And I, all of that is awesome. Maybe not everybody gets that or maybe not everybody gets to the table. And if people need a little bit of help getting to the table so that we can change those numbers. I'm all for that. I don't think it's patronizing to do so. Okay. Um, I feel like that answers uh, Josh's question. Um, and, and something I'd like to do as well is, is if we can move away from uh, from the article and on to something else I want to talk about. Um, uh, I promised I wasn't going to do too much talking, uh, but I am doing a bit. Um, something that I feel like a lot of, a lot of men in tech want to understand the problem more and people are probably going to pick holes in things I say here and go ahead a lot of men in tech not that I can speak for all men but I, I have conversations with other male developers I know funnily enough most of the developers I know are male this is the problem we're discussing when I talk to, to a lot of guys about the problems um, they often don't see the problems themselves right until it's in your backyard you don't know it's the problem Therefore, a lot of people don't believe there is such a problem, and then a lot of people end up being like, oh, 
bloody feminist whining about something. Not not me, you know, a general <laughs> sort of thing that can happen. If you haven't ever seen the problems, you can get the wrong idea about how much these problems exist and therefore assume they are being exaggerated. Um, I recently have started to actually come across one or two problems. I had my first experience with it a little while ago. Um, and whilst I never assumed they were being made up or exaggerated, I was assuming they were happening in different communities, like the Ruby community or somewhere else. Um, but one one example was at a recent conference um, when it was a really awkward situation and uh, there were basically four, four female attendees at the conference out of a few hundred, um, which is terrible. Um, and towards the end, uh, there was a, a series of, of, you know, questions and answers and speeches and everything else. And, um, and then the, the host of the conference, uh, meaning, I, I assumed he was going to say something along the lines of, um, and these four women at the back, uh, they've been working on this really awesome project recently and they'd like to share it with you. Or they were working for this great company and they have sponsored the thing. But the, the, it started... Um, there are, so these four women at the back, and then finished with, eh, eh, so anyone, any of you lot single, anyone, eh, eh, and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, and luckily everyone screamed, stop, stop, that's not okay, and, and it kind of, he apologized, and it was, it was resolved, but seeing something like that really kind of uh, changed how I feel about a lot of it, I, I knew the problems existed before, but when you see these problems happen, it's just like, okay, this shit is ridiculous, someone has to try and resolve this. Have you seen any any good resources that compile lists of problems that have happened so that people can, A, learn from them, B, know that they exist? Um, do you think a list of resources like that would be a good idea? Or is that just the sort of thing that ruins, makes lives difficult for conference organizers or whatever else? Um, do you want me to start that, answer that specifically with the conference sense? Sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. There's a, a long thing. You know, at a conference, I, d I don't want to witness bad behavior, but I do witness bad behavior. And as an organizer, then there's a potential for me to be responsible for that bad behavior. And, and that's worrisome. And it's also just, I don't want to go to a conference and have somebody make me feel uncomfortable or say things to me that are really off color. But it has happened. And it has happened in communities that I've been surprised that it's happened. So my feeling is, yeah, as organizers, we do need to be aware. I don't think it means we need to be strident, and I don't think it means we need to, you know, have spotlights and, and, and a witch hunt per se, but maybe a little plan of if something goes wrong, here's what we will do. Um, I think there is a geek feminist wiki. I'm not sure if I'm, if that's the exact title of it, that has compiled a list of resources and uh codes of conduct and sample templates for language and other things, I can get that link for you. Yeah, I think I know the, the wiki you're talking about. That was that was an interesting read for me because um, I read through that and a lot of them um, a lot of them seem to be happening kind of far away from home. Um, but yeah, when I sort of spotted a few of these things happening in the PHP community, then that sort of uh, right. really, really brought it to my attention more. Um, yeah, I, I guess I, I, I guess by talking about that stuff, I feel like a lot of people don't know about it, and a lot of guys don't know that these things are generally happening, and I'm, I'm trying to work out ways. It. And Sorry. I think also sometimes women are really reluctant to share something that might happen to them. 
Um, and so I would say if you if you do need to share that, you know, get, find your organizer or find somebody who who will um, support you if if you need support at that moment. Obviously, hopefully there is a plan involved, and, and that can happen to everybody. I mean, I don't think that men are. Um, if men are having a bad time at a conference or anyone is having a bad time, you know, there should be a plan in place for everybody to feel safe and welcomed. I will say that there are women who come and feel confident and feel happy to be there. As a conference organizer, there are always women for every event who reach out to me privately and they want to know that they will be in a safe space, that they will be welcome or that they should come at all. And so, again, I just, People aren't aware that that even happens because for most people they wouldn't even think twice about going. But there are lots of women for whom they're just not certain if this is an event for them. Uh, yeah, good. We just had the uh, the link to uh, Geek Feminism Wiki put in put in the question and answers, and I'll put that in the chat now. Um, absolutely, I, I, I've seen I've seen a lot of cases um, of of women sort of coming forward about things that have happened at conferences, and I've seen that go go well, and I've seen it go badly. Um, I'm trying to end it in a minute. Um, I have seen a few cases where women come forward about things that have happened to them, and then they just get attacked, like viciously attacked. Like um, I think uh, 4chan was screaming at any woman that came forward for a really long time about conferences, and that confused me. I wondered why 4chan were going mental about it. Um, but yeah, I've I've seen cases where people people kind of. <sighs> Talk about what's happened. It's weird that it's always at conferences. It's it, there's so much stuff happens at conferences. It's like people never leave their house, and then they're around other people, and they're just like, I don't know how this works. Um, I know it's kind of they don't. They really don't. I think you're you're talking about in 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 some conference communities, you're talking about a population that maybe 85 percent or higher will willingly identify as introverted. Um, yeah. Says you know, that they may not be the best at social interactions. And then a lot of things go down after those, you know, after not those specific people, but after a lot of people have been drinking late at night. You know, most things don't happen at a conference in the middle of the day. Some do. But a lot of th times things happen because it's one in the morning and someone thinks it might be a good idea to say something off color or put their arm on someone or test the waters, you know, so... <laughs> You're right. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean specifically at conferences. This one specific example that I was trying to find um, was was after the conference had finished. So a lot of the time during the the two days of the actual conference, you know, people are following the code of conduct, and then once that's kind of done, people are off drinking, and then someone gets out some card game, and then it gets a really you know bad things happen. Um, it's still for me kind of around the conference, so it's it's well, it's not you know during the thing. It's but I will I say think, I oh go ahead. Uh, I was going to say I'm not anti-alcohol. In the least, as anyone who knows me knows, but I think the level of alcohol consumption at conferences for people that maybe don't drink alcohol regularly definitely extends the problem. Um, I and that's also usually the people that don't leave the house much, or maybe they work with guys 90% of the time. Um, they are socially awkward. I, mean, I think it really exacerbates it. I'm not saying we shouldn't drink at conferences, um, but maybe, you know, maybe we should at least have some guidelines that uh, suggest not going overboard. I don't know. It's a hard problem to solve because you're talking with adults no. and children. I think personally it's always better to be drinking at an establishment that serves liquor than serving it yourself because then you're not involved in any of the decision-making of who gets served and when and how. 
because bars are used to handling this. But I will say that I have found there is a difference between people going to a conference and having a few drinks and going to a bar. And so, again, to me, it does come back to the numbers and safety in numbers and the idea that perhaps a person who would not go to a bar and have four drinks and reach out and touch a woman inappropriately might do that at a conference. So what's the difference there? Maybe it's because they're not in public and maybe it's because there's not that many women around. I don't know. But I think, you know, you do have to look at that. And it's, I'm not saying those guys aren't still assholes a lot of the time, even when they're not drunk, <laughs> but it definitely, you know, it lets people lower their inhibitions, which can be a problem in that environment. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really sad to me that people do feel unsafe uh, just because, you know, I feel a part of the community and it's, it's sad that somebody in our community has to feel so unsafe that they would reach out to you beforehand to see if it's safe. You know, I don't think that, I, I want to believe that most people feel safe. And I also want people to know if they have been to an event that I've thrown, that it's something I've thought about and, I, and I'm thinking about that for them. I think most people aren't thinking, am I safe? They're just thinking, am I welcome? And I think, again, it, it harks back to the minority aspect. And if you've ever walked into any place where there is no one who looks like you, whether it's, you know, you're in a different country or whether you're at a different conference, there's a feeling that happens when you're the only one of you in the room. And so I think people always want to sort of ask that question, like, will I be the only one of me? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Kayla, your experience as a, just as the experience of the organizer, do you have much experience as a attendee? What has your, been your experience, um, you know, with safety and just being part of the group at conferences? Um, actually, Laricon this week will be my first conference. Um, so conferences specifically, no, I don't. Um, that's kind of why I deferred entirely to her on that question. I don't have conference experience as of yet. Um, I'm so, so I can't glad speak you're to your first. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I um, should be. It's going to be one hell of a time. Yeah, I I have three kids, so I don't normally get to to go to conferences, but this one I'm really excited about. So good. That's cool. What made you want to go to Laracon as your first? Is it just uh, nearby or a, a community you're involved with? Um, I really love Laravel a lot. So, and it is. I mean, I'm in North Carolina. It's in New York. I'll be driving. Um, That's quite a drive. Yeah, I drive a lot, so. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, this one, this one got a little bit off track. I feel, um, <laughs> but uh, it's 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 a tricky conversation to be had. Anyway, um, as I was saying, I feel like it's it's a little crazy that so much of this stuff happens uh, around conferences, not necessarily at, because most have these um, these code of conduct, which are usually pretty pretty good. I feel like most of the code of conducts are. How about you don't be a twat? Uh, like, don't do anything illegal. Don't do anything. Don't be a bully. Don't be a twat. Like, it, it's quite simple. But a lot of them, unfortunately, do need to be spelled out. Luckily, most of these code of conducts do work a lot of the time, and it's only kind of around uh, around that, you know, afterwards when there's drinking, whatever else, that things become a problem. Um, there have I have seen a few examples uh, which I was going to talk about earlier, and Erin um, Erin uh, O. E-R-Y-N-O on, on Twitter was, was talking about something really unfortunate that happened to her and she, she talked about it openly and blogged about it. Um, one of the things, it, it was basically playing a game of cards with some people that then 
forced her to take a specific card and were it was a very embarrassing card for her and bullied her into into performing whatever this card said which is clearly being a bullying asshole and and people shouldn't do that um so i feel like the main problem is is often the main problem is people just being bullying assholes and and it's not even necessarily a gender situation um if someone's being a dick you tell them to stop being a dick Right. I mean, that, that's what most people would do in, in most situations. I think that the, the easiest approach to solving this is something that I try to actively do. Um, but I haven't, as I said, I haven't seen a huge amount of it one on one myself to have the chance to try and fix any of it or stop any of it personally. But every single person that attends a conference or goes to a meetup or is around a group of people related to tech or not, if you're out with a group of people, and somebody is clearly bored and they're on their phone or they or they seem sad because you know someone just said something mean or anything like that happens as a socially responsible person it's your job to get them involved in the conversation or to maybe suggest the guy backs off as being a bit mean like it these are all just common sense things that, that need to happen and i feel like maybe people don't realize that enough maybe maybe guys don't realize these things are happening enough to to really kind of get their uh, Maybe, I don't mean just guys are the only one that can protect the poor, feeble women, but I feel like people don't really understand the problem enough to, to be prepared to try and solve it. And I do feel like people telling the stories about when things go wrong can benefit people uh, greatly because it means that people do start to, to pay attention to these things potentially happening. Um, but the again, there's a, there's a middle ground between explaining that something really bad happened so that people can keep an eye out for a similar bad thing happening in the future and naming and shaming and trying to destroy somebody's career which happened a while ago with with dongle gate right like these guys said the word dongle they should be fired immediately and like that that doesn't really solve anything she ended up losing a job as well like that was a ridiculous situation so i feel like you can you can you can explain the bad things that happen without directly trying to hurt the person and hope that they don't do it again and if you're attending a conference, look out for people being assholes. I, I regularly have, have actually seen women not being mistreated, but there have been situations where there's just one girl and, and a table of 10 guys, and all the guys are talking amongst each other, and the girl's being kind of shy and quiet because she hasn't, hasn't been to a conference before, perhaps, or because she's just kind of introverted or whatever the reason is. She's not being involved in the conversation um, very much, and I, I do try to get them involved in the conversation, just like I would with anyone sitting there not saying a word for an extended period of time. Um, and I feel like more people should do that. Do you if, do you notice those sort of things happening, Kayla? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. And and I don't think that's a a woman thing at all. I mean, I right. think that as community members, all of us have a bit of a I don't know, obligation is the right word, but to be decent people, you know, to be nice, to be welcoming, to be helpful. Um, every developer I know started, you know, most of us are introverts and, and everyone started knowing nothing to begin with. So if you see somebody being introverted or um, unsure of themselves or, you know, if... You can you can just proactively reach out to people and say, hey, you know, come join our conversation, or you know, can I help you, or just being nice in general to anyone who who needs that. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you're 
by yourself and you see somebody else by yourself, maybe try talking to them as well as another uh, solution. I mean, there's usually one loud, raucous group and they attract other people. And then it's very easy to get involved in the loud group. And then there's kind of all these people still by themselves having a bad time. So, I mean, maybe that could help. But yeah. sorry, Jess. Yeah. Say hi. Introduce yourself. Like, it can be that simple. There. We fixed it. Okay. Problem solved. There you go. <laughs> Everybody be decent people. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, I, I've had a really great time talking to you guys. Um, I am late for a meeting. Oh. I was supposed to be gone about 15 minutes ago, um, so I, I need to go. Okay, well, thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. And Jess, thank you specifically for um, intelligent conversation with uh, uh, alternate viewpoints. I, I really I really value that um, discourse, so I appreciate you sharing that. I'm excited to meet you Wednesday. Maybe? Yes, I will be in Wednesday night. Okay. If you need more information about travel, just email me. Okay, I will. Thank you, and thank you, Phil and Ben. No worries. Bye. See you. Um, I have not been paying time. How, I guess how that's um, a good place to end the podcast. We're running close to an hour. So. Well, let's let's call it a day. Um, I feel like the questions are mostly just people posting links, so um, we don't have anything much to ask. Uh, so on that note, um, Jessica, thank you very much for coming on the show. Um, I'm really upset about not getting to join uh, Laracon. You guys are in New York. I've been there for the last 18 months, and I've run out of visa. <laughs> that is no accident. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> we will see you soon, no doubt. Yeah, I'll be at the next one. Um, oh, how did, how did Piercecom go as well? Oh, it was really great. Thank you. We had a really nice time, and uh, it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. Well, I don't think we were any help. I don't think the podcast went out like the day after. So. Well, that was last year. We did a whole other one oh, now. You thought we had another one? Oh, wow. Yeah. Last <laughs> month, we're on it. Yeah, I was going to invite you onto the show so you could talk about it in advance, but we'd only spend a month trying to get it out like last time, so then it wouldn't help. <laughs> Uh, hopefully soon we can get people to uh, come to one of your conferences and have it released before it happens um, if you are watching live Laracon happens this week um, I think they're going to be blogging it live I'm not entirely sure there's any sort of live video or anything else um, Jess do you know if, are, are there going to be videos of the talks released afterwards or is there it just will you know? indeed, there will indeed be videos released after uh, the conference it will be live blogged by Alyssa and um yeah, it's going to be great. So watch for that video and pay attention to the live blogging because that will be terrific. We have cool. a really great lineup, so that's nice. And I think Kayla is doing a lightning talk too, so that's going to be fun too. Oh, good. Cool. Excellent. And next time, I promise that I will have a proper microphone, which isn't just a shitty one balanced on top of a box. So, yay! Um, <laughs> I'm balanced on a box too in a hotel room, so yay. it's all better. <laughs> Awesome. Well, uh, thank you very much, guys. Uh, thank you, everybody, for your questions, for everyone that li listened to us live. Uh, thanks for putting up with us being an hour and a whatever late. Uh, so you guys are awesome, and I'll speak to you all soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone.